You're listening to Inside Chicago Government, C-H-I-G-O-V, as in victory.com. Live from the Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Reader Studio on Racine Avenue, this is The Ben Jarofsky Show. Mr. Bike is back. I repeat, Mr. Bike is back. Dave Glowatz, our city council correspondent. And now your host, Adam Sandler correspondent. <laughs> he loves that guy. Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. I love Adam Sandler. Anyway, independent journalist Dave Glowatz does audio and print reporting on Chicagoland government. Find his work on the web at shygov.com and follow him at facebook.com slash inside gov. Dave's got all these clips from the city council meeting went down Wednesday. Where a lot of important city business got done. Mm-hmm. At about four and a half hours, it wasn't the longest city council meeting I've seen, but it was something of a marathon. But a couple of hours of those were spent doing just honors. <laughs> You're hearing members of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority, which was honored for 112 years of existence. Several city council members are members. This is a female African-American sorority, and the city council spent 20 minutes honoring them and the little concert that went on Who was singing? Dozens of their members were in the audience. In addition (laughs) to that 20-minute honorarium, there were several other honors. There was an honor for a prominent Chicago clergyman, the Reverend Clay Evans, who recently deceased. They honored him for about a half hour. They honored the closing of the theater show Hamilton, and they honored that show for about 40 minutes. What happened then was the dramatic moment, the approval of a resolution that calls for the chief purchasing officer and the Department of Procurement Services to make business development resources available to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender business enterprises. The resolution, I have a copy of it right here, if you're keeping score at home, it's (laughs) SR2019-685, sponsored by the mayor, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and Alderman Andre Vasquez of the 40th Ward. Originally introduced to the city council in September of 2019, it passed the City Council Committee on Contracting Oversight and Equity. That approval happened the day before the City Council meeting. So immediately the following day, (laughs) the Sun-Times... My beloved bright one. ...put it on the front page City Hall contract drama. (laughs) Apparently some of the aldermen in the City Council meeting on Wednesday had not yet seen that there are... Photos (laughs) Photos <laughs> were plastered all over the Sun Times. So there, yeah, there was significant debate, I guess, at the committee meeting on Tuesday. So just a little bit on this resolution that was so controversial. It requires the Department of Procurement Services to do three things. First, to gather data on these business enterprises, LGBT business enterprises, how much they are seeking city contracts and the degree to which they're getting city contracts, and even whether they exist, like how many LGBT BEs are there present in the city. Secondly, it asks the department to establish relationships with what they call uh, assistance agencies. So whoever provides assistance, like there's an LGBT chamber of commerce. Mm -hmm. So it asks the department to reach out to them and find out what services are available to these business enterprises on behalf those enterprises. And then lastly, it asked the department to report on all this stuff in one year Mm -hmm. to the mayor's office. 
After that was introduced, the first alderman to speak on this resolution was a member of the city council's LGBT caucus, which has five members, and his name is Alderman Ray Lopez. He's from the Southside's 15th Ward, and let's hear what he had to say. I reluctantly rise in support of this resolution, not because I don't believe that it is a worthy discussion, and certainly not because I don't support the LGBT community being one of the five members of the caucus here. I'm concerned because the opportunity to be manipulated is very great for something that we have no test, have no documentation, no way to verify. We know that we can verify ethnic origin. We know we can identify and verify sex, military status. But how do you have the gay test? How do you verify that you're a part of a community? There's a risk. I think the city of Chicago should be open to everybody. But we have to be careful, and I commend you and I commend Alderman Vasquez for bringing this conversation forward, but I just say do it cautiously. Do it in a way so that we don't have the unintended consequences of trying to help our community with an unexpected entry for those who don't necessarily qualify and we have no way of verifying. Alderman Lopez encapsulates, I think, the concern that other aldermen expressed that Given that there has been abuse around the minority business enterprise and the women business enterprise programs, which have set-asides for percentage of awards for city contracts for those enterprises, those have been abused by, say, you know, white people who have MBE or WBE enterprises that are fronting for these white people. Mm -hmm. Lopez says, given that those abuses are there, He's saying, how are we going to be able to verify that, you know, these other enterprises, as he says, how do we do the gay test, aren't going to be subject to the same abuses? So even though there were several aldermen who expressed concerns, the vote was 47 to 1. The only person who voted against in the roll call vote was Alderman Moore. The two aldermen who were missing for that vote were Maldonado. The other one not voting was Alderman Howard Brookins of the 21st Ward. Yeah. All right. Very good. We have run out of time with Dave Glowatz, also known as Mr. Bike. Independent journalist Dave Glowatz does audio and print reporting on Chicagoland government. Find his work on the web at shygov.com. 